you've heard me talk about it before, and I'm truly not joking. I'm being 100% genuine. I love Doc Spartan products. I use it every day. I talk about the Sex Panther beard bomb. That's literally what is in my beard right now. And I use all of the scrubs, my favorite being the coffee scrub, just in the shower, gives you the tingles, gives you the feels. I love it. And there's so many other great products. I use their deodorant. I've used their hand care when I've had tears. Just check them out. It's veteran owned, you know, guy that was in the military serving our country, Dale. I got to know him over the years and he's just a great dude. And I started buying his products and he reached out to me and said, hey, we want to support the show and we appreciate it. And I just want you guys to not only support Doc Spartan and Dale, but also reap the benefits. If you want to be sexy like me, then you want to check out Doc Spartan products, 15% off with the code best hour. That's best hour for 15% off anything at their website, docspartan.com. Check out the coffee scrub and definitely check out the beard balm. And ladies, there's stuff for you too. So head on over to docspartan.com, use the code best hour and save 15%. We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. What up, Fern? Welcome back to Best Hour of Their Day, the podcast. Some cool stuff this, is, this, is, this is a podcast? <laughs> the podcast, as opposed the to... <laughs> a movie. Got it, okay. We have a movie coming you, out? Potentially, down the road. We got a YouTube series. Okay. By the way, I think not everyone knows that we have that YouTube series dropping in where we did 10 episodes because just recently someone texted me. It was actually Coach Panda. And he was like, you know, texting me us about the episode where we were at Keith Wittenstein. For, for yeah. those that don't, yeah, that don't know. Keith Wittenstein, Coach Panda, about the episode at Hammer's Box. What was the name of her box? Uh, Hammer Driven Fitness, I believe. Oh, yeah, Hammer Driven which I believe, unfortunately, had to shut down. Yeah, she moved. Yeah. She moved. They, she got married. She shut down. A lot of life changes. But that was probably one of my favorite episodes. So go on our YouTube channel, Best Hour of Their Day, the YouTube channel, and watch those 10 episodes. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. And hopefully, in the near future, we'll be doing season two. Yeah, we have sponsors set up. like that. Season two is going to be great. So we just got to... Uh, we're probably just going to go to Florida because nobody cares in Florida, which is my kind of state. The um, but it's already sponsored; it's ready to go. We just gotta, just gotta do it. Speaking of sponsors, go check out Doc Spartan. Use the code Best Hour for fifteen percent off all of your grooming and beauty products, like I use. And then also check out RX Smart Gear, our newest sponsor. The code Best Hour will get you ten percent off. Your jump rope, uh, and I love their jump ropes. The the EVO jump rope, guaranteed to have moderate intensity double unders. Or 
flog yourself intensely. <laughs> oh man, it does hurt when you miss. You ever try to do a double under barefoot and catch your toes? No, because I'm not an idiot. Yeah, well, I've done that. So what we wanted to chat about today was a home office, no longer referred to as HQ, CrossFit Home Office, has been putting a lot of cool stuff out there. They have been doing what I perceive to be an astronomical amount of work on the back end. Um, the, I don't remember where I saw this, but like the number of online courses that have been going on is like a ton. I was trying, I want to say like, I was, I was trying to look at the, the number of total courses that went on last month or something like that. I was like, I think it was over a hundred. Like it was a lot. It was a lot of courses. Um, I've got, yeah, I've and, got a bunch of them bookmarked and saved to do. I've, I've actually, you know, once you have your level three, you need to get your CEUs. I think I'm already good and my, my credential doesn't expire for another two years. So well, I think, I think that some that of them. these, well, I think that these seminars were all, all level one, either in person or online. I mean, it was a lot of seminars. It was like shocking. It was a shock. Um, but they're also trying to shore up and, and, and craft, the vision and and pave the way for the road forward and i think it's really really cool and we've kind of talked about this before which is you know the, the wave is coming and people are going to go back into gyms like it's absolutely coming and to some extent it's going to happen just due to the change coming like as things start to open back up but then some of it is going to be as a result of things that home office is doing intentionally. One of which happens to be the on-ramp programming uh, program that they're building, which um, is designed to take, to, to cast a very or large net, bring people to an online kind of training program that is really well done. I mean, this is the, I've seen the product. It is on par with Peloton with all these other um, kind of like online forms that people have done with a ton of content built in. So scaling options, body weight, multiple variations of the workout. I mean, just like a ton of stuff, like full fledged instruction, warmups, uh, all that stuff. And, and then to take them and then push them into affiliates. So some of it is going to be by accident. Some of it is going to be very intentional. Going back to what we were talking about is, you know, people can say all they want, be like, oh, no, everybody's going to go virtual. Like, I'm telling you, it's not. There's a ton of people that just can't wait to get the hell out of their house. And then once, you know, CrossFit starts to leverage what is, quite frankly, Eric Rose's specialty, like, you know, legit where he made his money in digital advertising, um, it's coming. And, and my question is, is like, what are you doing to prepare for that? Right. How are you going to set yourself apart when you have droves of people coming in? And when I say droves, I'm saying like the average affiliate is probably getting somewhere between five to 10 random inquiries a month, triple that because they're going to be pushing it, pushing people your way. And people start uh, perusing your website. They start looking at your Instagram and your Facebook feed for content, either educational, inspirational, or whatever. Um, and then they start looking at like how you interact with potential customers versus the gym down the street. I mean, like I just, I want people to be prepared for this. Like I, I, I hate to be like, I, I told you, I, but I have a feeling we're going to get down the road and people are 
going to have wasted a really good opportunity because it's coming. Well, you and I have been at the forefront of saying people are going to be leaving their house as soon as they can. And you're, you're seeing it. I mean, the states, while many of the states have limitations and regulations happening, the boxes that we're currently working with in areas without regulations are booming. We have a client in Affiliate U who's worried about growing too much. I mean, he had Refer a Friend Week this week. I'm talking about Ryan. And he had over 39 people. This was Wednesday. So now a few days later, easily over 40. And he's like, Jay, what do I do? Like, I can't accommodate all of these people. And then we have someone in Ireland, which just got shut down through April now, or I'm sorry, until the beginning of April now. And he, we had a call yesterday and he told me people are joining. So when they do open again, they can come in. We're seeing that happen. I've, I've had a few people reach out though, Fern, about home offices on ramp and they're a little upset about it. Why? You know, to be fair, I didn't get super deep into it. I think part of the reason they're upset about it is they think they're thinking two things. One, they're going to find, they're going to watch this on ramp course and then learn how to do CrossFit on their own in their garage or, you know, in their living room, like the old pictures that were happening on .com a couple of years ago. Or two, they're going to do on-ramp virtually and not need to do it. You know, one of the things we recommend in Affiliate University is have this onboarding process where you're, where you have this upfront fee for your three or so onboarding sessions, your first month, your nutrition jumpstart, you know, lots and lots of value. Well, if someone walked into your box and they say, hey, I want to get started, but by the way, I already did home offices on-ramp, can I bypass this? I, you know, the, the short answer is, I think that's very, it's a very, it's a very obvious scarcity mindset, meaning that a first and foremost, we have to have a, a more candid conversation about like the demographic of people that we're talking about. We're not talking about fitness enthusiasts. We're talking about, you know, uh, this is kind of a, it's a better version of the kind of like the basement videos that were going out before, right? Uh, a way better version, okay? Same idea executed at, uh, you know, exponentially higher um, level. And just because they do this on-ramp doesn't mean that they're know everything, number one. I mean, hell, how many people would you know that come to a level one or level two that have been crossfitting forever and still kind of quasi don't know what they're doing? You know, that, that's just that's just not super realistic. And I think um, also it speaks to what we've discussed before, which is if your onboarding process or whatever you're doing, assuming you even have one, maybe you don't have one, is to teach people things, meaning to take them through the nine foundational movements and all that kind of stuff, I would strongly urge you to consider changing that. That is not what the onboarding process should be. That mindset is designed under the auspices of saying, hey, what can I do right now to make my life easier as a coach later on down the road that has nothing to do with this person's experience coming in? I mean, can we just talk about, I don't care how extensive your onboarding process is. People are not going to remember that shit. 
And I can say that very, very confidently because of the number of people that come through the level one, the level two, the level three, and still forget many of these concepts who pay lots of money to go sit for days to learn and be taught this stuff. Like these people that do a one hour session with you are not going to remember anything. And it's not, and it shouldn't be designed that way. Well, one of the things we always talk about with our onboarding module where we explain people how to do it and best practices, it's not about teaching them the movements. It's about making connections. It's about making them feel right. comfortable. It's about removing that intimidation factor of CrossFit. So let me ask you this. Somebody comes to your box and they tell you, hey, you know, and obviously we don't know enough about what the on-ramp, I, I would like to take it and see what they're offering because that would possibly influence me if this scenario happened but right. somebody comes in they're like hey i just took the on-ramp online i know what i need can i right. skip it at crossfit right what are you gonna hey, say I, listen I, we don't even have to make up a scenario i'll give you three in the past week that i've dealt with so okay, one of them it. yeah uh, two of them was a couple one of whom is a level two coach they've been crossfitting i know who these people are and um I mean, we're not friends. We don't hang out, but like, we're aware, like if we saw each other, we would greet each other. I would say, what's up? How's it going? Have a great day. Um, they asked if they could bypass it. And I said, no, I had another person who said, I, the, the, the words out of their mouth were, or not out of their mouth via uh, email were, I'm not interested in doing the onboarding. I just want to do the full year commitment. That's pretty much verbatim. And I said, no, you have to do it. So I, those three people will probably either not join or join at a much later date because they just want to come here. And for the record, I'm not saying this to be uh, braggadocious or anything like that. I don't enjoy that. Like I'm not pumped when I'm not, it doesn't make me happy when people I'm like, ah, you can't join my gym. Like that's dumb. But I think about it a little bit differently now, which is, I've had enough of the, these experiences. I've had enough of these interactions to, to, to fairly gauge, not accurately predict, to fairly gauge what the repercussions of allowing people to skip that process are. When and people what, what are they? It's entitlement, right? Which creates a problem for me as a business owner down the road. Um, I think there's a lot of problems with that. And, and the entry is the entry. Right. There, there's, there's also something to be said for, for having a consumer come in and negotiate you off of the thing that you designed in your business. Be like, Hey, I know you design all this stuff, but I just don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, that you don't get a say so in that. That's not how this works. It's also, and if they don't want it, that's fine. I, and I've had two other people came in who quite literally their jaw dropped to the floor when I told them the price. And ours are not astronomical, but like they clearly were not prepared for that. And I think it's best to just treat these people with empathy, right? Like whichever whichever side of the spectrum they're on, they, they either don't want to do your onboarding because they inner quotes know what they're doing, or they're just like, I don't understand how anybody could pay that amount of money for training, right? So for the two that came in, they both to my face, apologize for wasting my time, at which point I was just like, no. And we went through together a Google search to find them a gym that was appropriate. Were you able to find one that was? Yeah, I sent them down the street. I was like, give me, I was like, hey, listen, I, you're not wasting my time. Like, I want you to go to start this journey that you told me you, want, you wanted to start. Like, what, tell me what your threshold is. And I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to search it right now. I'm going to find you a place. Well, I'm going to send you to, I'll well, call the owner. What listeners need to take from that is, 
something we say to our members all the time, a no is not a no forever. Right. That person will remember that. And maybe they're going to go to this other box down the road and have a glorious time and never leave and be a raving fan of their box forever. But maybe they're going to have a bad experience. They're not going to enjoy it. And they're going to remember, hey, that dude over at CrossFit Rife sent me here knowing that I wasn't going to be a member of his box. Maybe I should check that out again. Have you had that happen? For sure. And, and this is do what's right for that person, right? And what's right is not strong arming them to buy your thing if it puts them in financial hardship. What's right is give them the best option for them where they are. Meet them where they're at. If they're not there financially, there's nothing you can do about that. And I have to think about two things. What's best for this person and how do I protect my community? Because if I start giving away discounts, I'm, I'm hurting my own community. If I let people skip the onboarding process, because again, they in air quotes know what they're doing, I hurt my community because there will be resentment for that. Like, don't fool yourself. Like there will be resentment for that. People will be entitled. They will come in. These are the same people that will prototypically now come in, skip the process, then want to do their own thing. And then we have a falling out later. So let me just nip that in the bud right now and be like, listen, if you want to come into my tribe, here's how you do it. And, and yeah, if you no. don't, and if you don't, there's no hard feelings, but you don't get to skip, right? Because again, um, there's some red flags there for me, which is like, you don't want coaching. Well, that is fundamentally what we do here. So if you don't want that, then I just would recommend that you go somewhere else. Just join your own gym. And for the record, this person in the same breath asking if they could skip told me that they wanted to come here because of how great the coaching was. <laughs> yeah, people just don't know what they're saying a lot of the times. <laughs> and I, and I, so, and I, and five years ago, I'd have been like super pissed about that. I'd have been like, you know, all up in arms. And I was just like, I get it, man. Like you're, you're, you're where you're at and that's fine. But no, you don't get to skip. Here's what it is. Here's all the things it entails. Here's what you're going to get with it. You know, show the value for that. And if, and just leave it there, let them make the decision. If they want it, they'll come. And if they don't, it's fine. I'll continue to help them in whatever way I can. And that's really what it comes down to. I think one, you just have to have the confidence and also the, the belief in your product. And secondly, the belief in the value of the product. Yes. $300 upfront is a lot of money. I get it. But you're going to get the value there. And I think a lot of box owners, you know, we spoke about this recently, either don't understand the value they are actually providing because you're solving some big deal problems for people and, or they push their own beliefs on money to them. Yeah. $300 is a lot of money to me. Well, you know, that's, that's okay. It might not be to the demographic of people you're trying to attract, but, but like you said, this is what everybody goes through. You know, it may be few and far in between, you know, somebody comes in, they're like, I have 10 years of CrossFit experience. Let me see a few of your, you know, let me see your snatch. Let me see your, you know, what your air squat looks like, et cetera. But most of the time it's cool. You're still doing our onboarding program. And also, you know, and for the record, I do, we do have two tracks, right? So I do have a track for these people that has tremendous value. Right. So I've got, I've got my, my standard beginner track, which, and when I say beginner track, I mean, 13 out of 15 people go into this beginner track. I'd say more than that. Yeah. Probably more than but that. But 14 and 15, these are the people that come in. I'm like, if I can have some, any CrossFit metric, they have it. They can tell me what it was, all of those things, um, you know, and, and, and they, and then I put them through a different evaluation and give them follow on 
services, if you will. That So it does change based on that because I do realize I'm not naive to the fact that, you know, if I walked into a CrossFit affiliate, you know, um, and they're like, hey, you got to do the onboarding process. Like I would do it. Number one, I'd be like, okay, if that's what it takes to get in here and get into the community, then like, that's fine. Um, now I'm also not naive to the fact that like, would it lack value for me in most instances? Probably. Right. So if you don't have an alternative track for that, then I think you should put some thought into that. Right. And which is what we did. And uh, there's not a ton of people that are going to walk in here who've got significant experience, who are going to take that second track and not get something out of it. Right. Like learning something about themselves as an athlete, strength ratios, a bunch of this other stuff. Um, so that's what we designed. And we, we like me, Cassidy, Lindsay, we designed it, we tested it, we went through it and we're like, I think this is, I think this is kind of legit. Right. Like, and then I, and then I kind of like previewed it to some members and they're like, I want to do that. Like, that sounds cool. I was like, okay, so we're kind of on the right track. I think something that you're, that you're saying that's important is you would go through it. You've been doing CrossFit a very long time. You're a high level coach and you'd still be like, okay. Because I think at the end of the day, you realize there's always something you can learn. You can always learn a little bit and it, it may be a way. I mean, I would time, straight but... up do it. I would straight up do it out of empathy for this. Like I've just not being a dick basically. And I mean, let's be real. You are not a great mover and you hopefully move better at the end of three days. Well, I'm not sure what this says about you because I move significantly <laughs> better than you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I think the, the point being you, you need to stick to your guns on a lot of this. Let's talk a little bit more about, this home office on ramp, obviously you and I haven't seen it. What are your expectations of it? I think it's gonna be fantastic. I think it's long overdue. Right. So I'm happy that they're doing it. Um, and quite frankly, like I, this is, uh, what I predict to be a baby step in a massive leap forward that is going to happen over the next 24 to 36 months. Um, and we've talked about this before, like the, the boss is not playing around right? They brought in some pipe hitters into the organization, people that are world-class C-suite folks who have a lot of expertise. They're putting time, resources, direction, leadership behind this thing. And I think it's uber exciting. Um, and this is the, the first thing that they're going to roll out, which I think is really, really cool. Um, because I don't think it's unfair, you know, and we're both company people. I don't think it's unfair to say that for the most part, they haven't done a ton for the affiliates, like directly over the past two decades, right? And it is what it is, right? Like I'm not upset about it. Like I'm, I'm stoked now, but I don't have any like hard feelings about it. I think that's a, probably a fair and accurate description. You know what I mean? You don't think, so you're saying you don't think HQ has done a lot for the affiliates over the last few years? Um. As an affiliate owner, no, I don't think, I, and I think that, and I think that's fair, and I, and, and I'm not mad about it, right? And I don't think it was done intentionally. No, I know so you're that, not I, placing blame. I'm not like, like so many the right. the affiliates but, that were like, why do I pay three thousand dollars? Well, the name right. alone is worth three thousand dollars. But right. that, when when the whole Glassman thing was going down, that was part of the right. No, the I definitely think I definitely think that, um, and I and I truly think, and I, I would be curious to get Eric Rose's thoughts on this too and we'll probably get him on the show and ask him I, I i would i would really be willing to bet that he would agree right meaning like i don't the, think the, he would have wanted to take over and make these changes if he didn't agree 
Right. And, and, and I, and I think it's, I think it's just, it is what it is, right. I'm not mad about it. It's, it's just kind of, I'm indifferent. I'm like, it was, we all got to where we are. And, you know, I, I think why I'm pretty neutral about it is because like, I didn't really have that expectation. I just looked at it through a different lens. I was also kind of in the machine a little bit. So I understood it a little bit more, but. What, you know. what could HQ have been doing for the last three years that would have made people think to themselves, well, HQ does a lot. Cause you know, when my boxes were open from 07 to 14, never once did I think I need more from like zero. And I don't know if it was just because like you, the machine is moving forward and my box is growing. Like, I don't know what affiliates would have wanted more of. And now that they're getting some of these things, you, you know, now it's like, why are they doing this? So, well, I, I think people, I think when you make a shift from, and, and again, like, I think there's a difference between what I would like to see and feeling like it's expected. And I never felt like it was expected because I, I just, I just looked at the affiliate model differently. I'm like, this is cheap. Like this is as easy as it gets. Um, but is it nice to see, or would it have been nice to see something like this roll out that is, that is designed to push people into the affiliates? Yeah. I mean, what box owner wouldn't want to see that? Like, who is this person that would say no to that? I don't understand that. So the stuff like that, I think would have been great. Um, you know, I, I do think that for whatever friction that, and I don't even know if there really was friction, but it, it, it may have been like a, a perceived friction that wasn't really there, but like the games friction with that, I think that the games taking going into a little bit of a tailspin didn't help anybody, you know, cause the, the games was, it was the biggest, loudest microphone for CrossFit. And, and right. as much as people like to poo poo it, like it did push people into the affiliates. Um, so the, the unraveling of that, I think, um, uh, didn't help. Uh, I don't know that it necessarily hurt because I said this before and I'm like, if the games hurt your affiliate, uh, I think you're doing it wrong. I, I don't, I don't, I have a hard time grasping that. But, um, but again, it's one of those things where like, I don't necessarily think that they did anything to hurt the affiliates, but I don't think it was really helping the affiliates. Like they weren't, I, there wasn't a ton of resources and stuff that came out. And to be honest with you, again, we've said it before, for the affiliation fee, I don't know how much we should expect, but I think the boss and the home office now views that totally differently now, which I think is cool. And I'm just thankful for it. Yeah. I, I don't know what, like I said, what else boxes could have been looking for other than I, I think, commercials on TV. Like, were they looking right. for that? You know, I think, I think, for... the, I think, yeah, I think the silver bullet that everybody's looking for, which is kind of like a false God is like, is advertising. Right. Right. It's just like putting some stuff out there. Um, you know, and I, and, you know, and I say silver bullet on purpose because I think a lot of people think that's going to solve their problems. And I don't, I think it'll actually make the problems worse. It'll, it'll float you for a little bit longer, but I don't think you'll thrive if you don't fix your business. Um, the, uh, so that, that's what, if I was to be like, Hey, what do people want? I was like, I think that the number one thing coming out of people's mouths would be advertising, like not for my box, like not for CrossFit Rife specifically, but just CrossFit in general, positive awareness, I guess probably like a, like a broader umbrella to put it underneath. And then probably the second thing they would ask for is some sort of business guidance, right? Which I, th I think they might be developing. I'm not sure, but there's, there's other people that have picked up that torch and run with it. You know, like that's, that's what we do now. 
and and you know and i honestly think it's going to take them a long time to get to that point like that's not easy to just make something like that like you need experience you need a bit so i mean maybe they will maybe they won't i, I have no idea but i think that comes later on down the road i think i think the first thing is like revenue revenue can fix things it can also break things yeah you know i think a lot of affiliate owners don't realize that either hey if hq pushes too many people into your box that can be a problem too Ooh, a big problem if you have no way to filter no way to kind of onboard no way to integrate um you think about it this way I think everybody's had a bad review, right? Probably on Google. Like a Google or, or a Yelp yeah, review, yeah, of course. Like a yeah. Yelp review. So like everybody's probably I had, had a one. huge Yelp blowout in about 2001. 2001? I'm sorry, 2011. Yeah, caught you in a lie. That's good. Um, the You have a 20-year affiliate, right? Hey, <laughs> yeah, the, one of the first ones. Yeah, you and TJ Cooper. The, uh, the we need to get him on the show, by the way. The... I, so imagine this. So everybody, everybody's got at least one. Um, imagine you're not prepared. And then imagine the onslaught of negative reviews that can come from that. I mean, it, I don't think, I don't think people think about that. I, and I think the other aspect of that is these could be great members. It's like going on a date. If you break up right. with someone and you go on a date too quickly, this could have been your soulmate, but you're not ready to date someone new. Right. And, and now you've blown this chance. And it's, it's a similar scenario. Hey, we got 10 new people this week, but because we can't handle 10, eight of them had a poor experience and now they're going to the box down the road. Yeah. You either haven't figured out how to facilitate them uh, or you don't have a means of like following up and like 30 people reach out and you don't call any of them back. And they're just like, they don't even respond. We have no idea if the business is even open. I went to the gym and nobody uh, like walked me around like that. If you start, if you start to up the volume, what comes with that is in a lot of instances can be negative reviews if you blow it. Right. It's no different than like the, using the dating analogy. It's just like, Hey, if, if you refer me, if you're like, Hey, I want you to meet this chick. She's super cool. And then I go there and then go on this date and she sucks. Then anybody who else asked me about that, I'm like, no, I'm like, don't even try it. She sucks. Right. Yeah. Or he sucks. Or, or you're not going to listen like, to, you're not going to take my advice on women anymore. Yeah. I'm like, thanks a lot, bro. That was awful. So it's important, and that's you know why it's important. Also, something we were can add to that onboarding process is the reason it's important is because we want everyone that comes to your box to have a very similar experience. Something that you and I refer to as the 180-day journey. We talk about it in Affiliate University, but it's basically everyone comes in and has the same experience over their first six months. And obviously, it's not meaning every workout is the same or every class is the exact same. But the point is, you know, they go through their onboarding, they, they get um, a special communication on day 30, on 45, et cetera. And, and that's why it's important that we get those people into the, the processes of your box because now we know everyone that's coming in is getting the same attention to detail. I think we could even zoom out a little bit more 
right? Like why do people open affiliates? I'd say most people open affiliates because they enjoy coaching people. They enjoy fitness. Okay. But do you agree with that? Yeah. And the only thing I would add to that is like, they probably had some sort of profound uh, experience that led them to want to replicate that for other people. Is that fair? Yeah. They went to a box. They're like, this is great. I've enjoyed this. I see people making progress. Ferns, you know, doing well financially. I want to, I want to have a similar experience. Uh, no, I'm just talking about like the, like as a coach, right. Meaning like, I just, I want other people to enjoy like what I got, right. Like a life, a lifelong, uh, habit of fitness right now. Right. They also look at the money, right. They look at, Hey, if I do this well, I can get a hundred members and I can be paying, I can potentially be making more money. Maybe I'm referring only to the, to the coach client relationship in this, in the context of this, of this conversation. So that's why people do it. You know, I, I've, I've met very few box owners that that kind of wasn't the story. Um, then from there, just imagine if all this happens and you don't get the opportunity or you blow the opportunity to work with some of these people because you either weren't prepared or there's no systems or, you know, you just dropped the ball because you were tired. Like whatever, doesn't matter. To, to on, the, on the other end of that transaction, they don't care. They just know that it was shitty. Yeah, that's it. So that, that can happen. And it, at that point of like, now we aren't even checking the box for the thing that we started this for, which is to help people, right? So I, this is why I really, and the longer I do this, the more refined and the more specific I look at this, which is the whole goal is to really give people the best hour of their day and we'll poop on that, but like to give them an amazing experience, right? Like all the way from the start to the 60 minutes in the class every day when they come in, like, that's the goal. If you want a massive gym, if you, whatever you want, it doesn't I, for just input what you want out of your gym, right? Whether you want to pay a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars, whether you want 300 members, whatever you want, I don't care. The answer is, is kind of right. The very vague answer is like pursue excellence, like coach Glassman, talked about before he's like hey you can chase money or you can chase excellence chase excellence the money will follow to some degree i have disagreements with that but the general principle applies so do that now there's very specific ways to do that right it's not just be like hey i'm I'm, I'm gonna do all the certifications i'm like that's not gonna help your business like it's just not it pains me to say that but it's not going to there's a lot of other things you can do and all of this is just to reiterate that I think there's tremendous opportunity coming for people and I really want people to pay attention and I'm not really sure how much louder I can bang the drum other than like showing up in people's boxes and just like running around saying like, you know, the British are coming. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like it's, it's coming and I want people to thrive in this scenario and I want them to pay attention and I want them to give all these other people who want their help to get help. Yeah, I, th- I think you nailed it. And, you know, I like your chasing excellence analogy. Coach Glassman used to do a great video on it. And I think what you're saying is you need to chase excellence in all different directions. You can't just be the guy that chases it for training. You can't just be the guy that chases it for gym cleanliness. But really, we need to be chasing it for everything we do. And as he would say, the money would follow. So point being, Home Office has some great things coming out. It's going to support you. 
it's going to prepare you to grow if you are ready for that growth. I think too many people are just like, hey, the growth is coming, but they think nothing beyond that. You need to be prepared. Fern, it's Friday and you're drinking a bang. You're not drinking a beer. What's up? It's early. Um, And I'm going to work out after this. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll let you go work out. Great episode as always. If you guys have questions, you know, we, we touch on a lot on these episodes that we go over and affiliate you in far more depth. And we hope that you're really considering being prepared. And we have plenty of boxes in, in Europe and in other areas that are shut down. And it's, it's a great time to get started because this is the time to prepare your back end to, to get all of the little cogs working in the right direction because it's going to be a great time for affiliates. Yeah. And I think uh, I just, it's exciting and I want people to be excited, right? So uh, you shouldn't be scared, right? But it should make you uneasy. Like, hey, am I ready? Or like, am I doing the things I need to, to take advantage? Um, that's really all I want people to start paying attention to. And like, what are you doing to prep? And if the answer is nothing, man, I just feel like you're going to get left behind. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.